Welcome back, everybody, to the Life and Liberty Show podcast. I'm your host, Chase. And today we have a few topics for discussion. Um, First of all, we're going to lead it off with uh, President Trump and the First Lady testing positive for COVID, as it is the big news that broke yesterday. Um, Briefly go over that. We'll get into the news and mainstream media's reaction to that and also some other issues I want to go over regarding the news and mainstream media outlets. And then lastly, we're going to talk about Hillary Clinton, the bombshell that dropped regarding her and Russiagate or, you know, Trump and Russia collusion. We're going to go over all that right here on the second episode. Let's get right into it, shall we? So yesterday morning, we all woke up to the headlines and the news saying that President Trump and First Lady Melania Trump have tested positive for COVID-19, along with the president and FLOTUS uh, testing positive. We also saw that Hope Hicks and a few other people in the Trump administration close to uh, President Trump also are testing positive. they're trying to figure out where it originated from, where they could have possibly picked it up from. But I mean, you never know. Um, so, you know, we, we send our, our prayers, our condolences and, you know, ask that the Lord brings his healing hand to the first lady and president Trump and everyone within the Trump administration. Also everyone who is affected by COVID-19 at the moment right now. But while all that's going on, course we have the liberal left and countless others from the democratic party and people that support the democratic party coming out and cheering that president trump has gotten covid um they're they're wishing that it kills them faster i've seen countless of tweets posting memes about it one was a grave that was already dug up saying that this is trump care don't worry president trump you're going to be covered by your awesome health care i mean that that's just that just shows you where the liberal left lies i mean you you shouldn't be wishing death upon anybody even if it's someone you you know disagree with and that's the problem with what we're seeing from the democratic party it's that they can't handle someone with a different view, different viewpoint from them. They can't have a civil conversation about on what they disagree about and maybe come to an understanding of why they think a certain way. It's either you think the same way I do or you're the enemy and I want nothing to do with you. I want you dead, just get out of my face. And we see that coming out, especially within their um, movement of Antifa and the Black Lives Matter movement. It's either think like me or we're we're gonna we're gonna burn you down if you don't if you don't follow us then you're the enemy and that is very very dangerous and hopefully it's waking people up who have maybe not have woken up of what we've seen almost over the past three and a half years that the left just does not care for anybody except themselves um countless of republicans of course you know sending out their prayers hoping for uh or praying for a speedy recovery for POTUS and FLOTUS. But like I said, um, and there's countless other people on Twitter just 
wishing death upon the president, hoping that this this uh, virus kills them off very, very soon. I mean, that's that just shows you where where they lie with their intentions. I've seen w- tweets also about um, people casting demonic spells on them too from Twitter in the comment section. It's just that shows you the difference between the Republican Party and the Democratic Party today. Uh, Like I said before, the Democratic Party has completely shifted from what it was close to 30 years ago. Um, And of course, the Republican Party has also shifted, but the shift has not been as drastic as we've seen from the left. And a lot of that has to do with the news media. And of course, they covered the, the news about President Trump testing positive. But of course, their rhetoric is that, you know, he deserved it. He's been mocking this pandemic, you know, air quotes around it. I know a lot of people have died, but the problem with that is the numbers are hard to trust. And I say that because there's reports of hospitals doctoring uh, patient records, uh, filling out people that are just putting on uh, people's records that they tested positive for COVID even if they've never even been tested. And then you see countless other people go to testing sites, um, test negative, but then a few weeks later they get a deal saying, oh yeah, you tested positive by the way, we're gonna add you to the list. CDC even has come out uh, countless times already saying that you know there's errors in their reporting. Um, there could be of over you know 3,000 people that were reported and positive that weren't really there. Um, the latest was a few weeks ago uh, regarding that only 6% of the over 190,000 people that have died at that point, only 6% have actually died from COVID itself. So that it, what that means is that 6% of that number only died from the virus itself, not uh, other pre-existing conditions that um, went into their death. Um, still... Over 200,000 people, it's still too many. One is just too many, like President Trump said during the debate. Um, but moving forward, the <laughs> the media is, their rhetoric is just like the, you know, the left. And that it makes sense because we all know that news media today is not what it used to be. And that's something, you know, I've talked about with countless of other people, um, including my parents, and grandparents that grew up in, you know, a time where the news reported the news back in the day. And what I mean by that is a story broke, okay? The story would break, they would report just the facts on what actually happened. Here's the facts. A and B happened, the result was C. Now it's your job to figure out if you support it or against it, whatever the case may be, it was your job to think, use your brain, think, come up with your own opinion on the matter. Today, as we know, the news media is biased. They push a story, a narrative to fit their agenda. And we see this countless of times when it comes to police shootings. Um, Especially when there is a black man involved. If the cops shoot a black man, the, the headlines are usually going to read, especially if it's a white officer, a white police officer shoots black man. That's the headline. Regardless of what was going on, if 
there was altercation between the officer and the suspect, regardless if he was trying to um, cause harm to the officer. There are countless, countless of instances where we see this happening and it's very dangerous because you see, you can see how they push a narrative is what I'm really trying to say. Um, especially what happened with the two officers in LA County being shot on an ambush. The shooter was was a black man, but when it came down to it, when it when the story broke, there are no mentions of him being black. And it really doesn't matter. But if the tables would have been flipped, that would have been the headline. White man shoots black police officer. And the media today needs to do a better job of reporting just the news and just the facts and having people come up with their own opinion. That's when that's what needs to be uh, happening, at least how I think of it. Um, this is something we talked about during one of my college courses as well. For um, we were talking about partisan politics and how news today does lean more to the left, and not really much lean there. You're pretty much radicalized left, and you see that with all the reportings, especially with Trump and with COVID. We've seen it countless of other times, uh, Russia, the Russia collusion hoax, impeachment trials. It's, you know, it's, it's kind of concerning, um, but hopefully people are waking up to it and seeing what is going on, especially over the course of at least the three and a half years. Um, we, we've seen the links that they'll go to push their agenda and their cause. Another little topic, or I guess bombshell that broke, dealing with the Russian collusion hoax, the idea that President Trump colluded with the Russian government to, air quote, steal the election in 2016. According to Hillary Clinton, he it was stolen from her. Uh, I don't think so there, Hillary. I think the American people saw through your bullshit and... They knew if you were elected to run this country, we would be in deep shit at the moment. Our country would be pretty much a socialist, anarchist state. However, bombshell reporting, and I saw this article on uh, Parler. Bombshell, Clinton allegedly approved Russiagate falsehood as a distraction from her email scandal. And as you all remember, her email scandal was apparently 33,000 emails just disappeared. But there are, you know, reports of her destroying her computer hard drives and, you know, that sort of stuff. But it's okay. It's okay. You know, she can do it. Just look past that. So go ahead and read a little bit of this article here. Uh, Released information of Clinton corruption is the gift that keeps on giving if only their actions weren't so poisonous for our country. The latest bombshell is that Hillary Clinton personally signed off on the Russiagate farce to distract attention from her email scandal. Now, just think about that for a minute. Hillary Clinton approved this 
with President Obama at the time and Joe Biden, FBI and everyone else involved in this. That is that is treasonous. That is a treasonable offense. They lied to the American public trying to get this man kicked out of office with falsified documents, destroying their own evidence of dealings that, of course, they don't want to see, you know, they don't want the American people to see the light of day because it'll it'll just keep, you know, um, solidifying how corrupt the left is. So let's go ahead and keep on reading this uh, article here. The allegations come from the National Intelligence Director, John Ratcliffe, who wrote a letter to Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Lindsey Graham. The letter asserts that in July 2016, American intelligence agencies obtained insight into analysis by Russian spies, which alleged that Democratic U.S. presidential candidate Hillary Clinton had approved a plan to stir up a scandal against her Republican opponent, Donald Trump. I mean, what what the fuck? How how is this lady not locked up with countless of other people from the Democratic Party that are continually doing illegal illegal things? I just don't understand how it gets looked past, but that goes back to the media and how they and how they um and how they broadcast their um, their findings. I mean, if this would have been flipped, if it would have been President Trump that approved this into Hillary Clinton, oh my God, they would have wanted his head. The man would probably would have been locked up already. Okay, furthermore, that plan involved tying Trump to, uh, to Vladimir Putin and the Russians hacking of the Democratic National Committee. Ratcliffe's letter also states that U.S. Intelligence Committee uh, community does not know the accuracy of the allegations that Miss Clinton personally orchestrated the collusion scandal, nor can our agency say whether the Russian intelligence analysis in question is disinformation. However, this isn't the first time that we've heard about, you know, dealings of the left being involved with Russia, uh, with the Russian collusion hoax, and that it was the Democratic Party rather um, from the Obama administration or uh, Hillary Clinton's camp that was involved. We, we This isn't the first article. I mean, if this would have been the first one, mm, take it with a grain of salt, but this is not the first one. So, uh, you know, I think it's fair to say there there was involvement there. They, they knew what they were doing. They wanted to cook, a, a, cook up a hoax to try and get this man impeached. Didn't work. Man's been investigated. His entire family's been investigated. They haven't found jack shit. I want to see some investigations into Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, and former President Barack Obama. Let's get some FBI investigation into that. There'll be some dirty secrets in that in that investigation that'll come up. Ugh. But nonetheless, I mean, this is this is what we see in you know in our political sphere today. It's. It's kind of scary to think, you know, what, like what depths they'll go to to solidify their agenda and get what they want. I mean, you know, we're seeing it today also regarding COVID and the mask, the mask order. Let's 
talk about the mask order. So we have we have politicians here in our country, you know, saying, oh, you know, you need to wear a mask. It, you know, it helps stop the, you know, helps stop preventing the spread of COVID and other germs. Okay. I can buy that. You know, let, let's see some data on it. You know, show me some data that, that states that it does stop the spread. And if that's the case, if it does stop the spread, why can't businesses be open to full capacity? Why are they, do they want to continue to push vote by mail globally or not globally, excuse me, uh, nationwide mail-in voting, not just absentee. We understand absentee is a thing. I'm talking about nationwide uh, mail-in voting. And why won't they just let businesses open? There's still places where they can't get fucking more than 25% of capacity. Businesses that have been open for over 30 years are closing for good. Now, when we look at the mask order, there was an article I read stating that there have been countless of studies and tests done every year since 2012, seeing if a mask, regardless of you know what kind, they tested the, the best from N95 all the way down to just your basic you know cloth mask or whatever that people make to see if it will stop the basic spread of germs and viruses. And they were looking at the influenza virus, you know, every year common flu, which is actually more deadly annually than COVID. Their findings every year, it does not help stop the spread of, of, um, of the virus. They even tested COVID um, the most recent year. Still inconclusive if it stops the spread. Okay, so why the hell we still wear a mask? It's all about control because there are... uh, My favorite country to look at with all this, you know, shit happening is Sweden. Sure, they're smaller, but that really doesn't matter. Sweden, when when this epidemic broke out, everyone was freaking out. Because we knew literally little to nothing about this virus. So, of course, there's going to be panic. Now we know a lot more. However, Sweden took the approach of, let's just ride it out. Let's not close anything. Let's not panic. Let's stay rational here. Let's just ride it out. This, This epidemic will spike. There will be a decline. So, of course, March, April, May, numbers are rising. Around June, July, they kind of plateau. And then... They start to fall off. Today, Sweden is pretty much entirely COVID free. I think the latest reports were one death a day. And that was over a month ago. Most recent article is saying that they are COVID free. They're living their lives like everyone should. So, of course, why can't we do that here in the States? Because they're using this as a political. They want to push politics to this. It's all about politics. But yet... You know, they they say mask, you know, we need to wear the mask. We need to wear the mask. Meanwhile, you got Nancy Pelosi forcing a lady to open up her hair salon only for her. And then she doesn't wear her mask in there. I mean, it's, you know, it's just hypocritical shit that I think people are getting tired of. We'll see if it'll affect the voting. Um, 
speaking of the voting, I mean, I've seen the enthusiasm for the Trump campaign. It's it's out of the it's blown it out of the water this year. It looks like to me compared to 2016. So it, it'll be interesting to see how all that unfolds. But yeah, it's it's getting out of hand with everything going on. Anyway, guys, that's the that's, that's really what I wanted to cover today. Just kind of the headlines. Um, we'll we'll figure out what we're going to do for the third episode. <laughs> Had to talk about you know Trump and COVID though. That's you know the biggest story, and then also really wanted to focus on the news and mainstream media and how they manipulate and are biased, bought out by the liberal left, and how they push their agenda in today's world. And also the bombshell news of Hillary Clinton approving Russiagates, the spine uh, into President Trump's campaign. Anyway, guys, that's going to do it for today's episode. Um, I thank you all for listening. Um, and of course, if you are enjoying this podcast, feel free to share it with your friends. Uh, make sure to follow or subscribe on whichever platform you are listening on. Um, if you go to our page on Anchor, that is where we do uh, the main recording and everything. It will give you a list of all the available platforms. Some of the more notable ones would be um, Apple Podcast and Spotify on there as well. But yeah, guys. Um, uh, until next time, guys, I will see you all in the next episode. Everyone stay safe out there and God bless.